Hello and welcome to Beyond the Neutral Zone. I am Brandon, joined by my good friends Tanner, Gabe, and Ben. This is our second episode. If you listened to our first, thank you. Uh, I do want to say that the first episode, getting that onto iTunes, was one of the most <laughs> difficult things that I have ever had to do. I got back from recording that episode at about midnight that night. I thought I was going to spend about an hour getting that registered for iTunes and and then and hopefully it would be up at some point the next morning. Getting that, that registration process took me until 5 a.m. That's how long it took. It was ridiculous. They, they, they send you to these little links where you have to read through these certain things. And it's like, all right, in order to, in order to get your podcast registered, you've got to have a logo that fits this size. So I had to take like multiple logos. I had to figure out which one fit and none of them fit because you have to have over at least 1400 pixels by 1400 pixels, but it couldn't be more than one megabyte of storage space. So that was very hard for me to do. But anyway, I eventually finally got the right logo size, but then I had to go to like a terms and agreement page. But the thing is the terms and agreement page was not there. Like, <laughs> so like it tells me in order to get registered, you have to get, you have to go to the iTunes uh, terms and agreement. And I'm like, okay, where's it at? Why is there not a little button right here for me to click? So I would click some sort of link that's making it look like it's sending me there. And then it would send me into another page saying, if you want to register, you've got to go to terms and agreement. And I'm like, that's what I just clicked. I wanted to go to terms and agreement. Why can't, why is it not giving it to me? Anyway, eventually I had to download iTunes onto my computer, which is not a Mac computer. So if anybody that's ever tried to get on iTunes, the app on a computer that's not a Mac, it's not designed for that, and I'm pretty sure that they intentionally make it terrible for those computers. So it's very hard to work through. But eventually, I finally went through like 20 more steps while in that app and finally figured out how to register it. I finally found the terms and agreement, and I clicked it, and finally it let me through. And I looked at the clock, and it said 4.52 a.m. It's the luck of Lynch. I was just, I, yes. I was blown away, dude. I, that, I, I've heard from multiple podcasts how hard iTunes is to deal with. And I expected it to be difficult. I did not expect it to be that difficult. That was ridiculous. I, I could not have. And today, I went to register on Spotify today. And I, I, as far as I know, it's not up yet. But I went to register on Spotify today. And it literally said, register your account with Spotify. Click this button. I clicked the button. And it said, all right, your podcast is under review. We'll, get, we'll send you an email when it's ready. That was it. That was it. I literally clicked one button for Spotify. Like, why is iTunes so hard? Like, I don't understand, man. Anyway, so with that being said, we are up on iTunes. Um, and sh hopefully by the time you're listening to this, we'll be on Spotify. I do want to say, uh, I meant to, I forgot to mention this in the first episode. If you listen to us on iTunes, please give us a review. If you give us a five-star review, you can say something in there. I'll read it to you, to the podcast. I'll read it, whatever you say. <laughs> As long as it's not like just re completely ridiculous, uh, you can ask us a question. We'll answer whatever whatever kind of questions you guys have. If you give us a five star review, um, I will say if it's political, we'll we'll mention it and we'll we'll tell we'll say something about it. But we might dance around the actual answer if it's political. To be honest, uh, but other than that, we'll answer whatever questions you have for us. Um, also, if it's not ridiculous. Um, but please give us five stars. Uh, also on Spotify, I'm pretty sure Spotify has a review section now. I know, I know it didn't used to, but I think it does now. And if it does, give us that. I'll, I'll see if I can find it, and we'll read it on there too. So if that's the case, thank you guys. Um, 
any any kind of five star reviews we get will massively help us kind of get the attention of like other people. Like anyway, so it'll help us a lot. Anyway, today we are going to be talking about college football, which makes Gabe extremely excited <coughs> and makes Ben <laughs> bored as crap. So, but <laughs> we'll we'll uh, we'll figure things out. And we're we're the thing is about college football, and I think the rest of the guys agree with this. With, with this. Um, College football changes so much year to year that we don't really know what's going to happen, um, especially years like this year where Alabama is resetting a quarterback. Georgia is resetting a quarterback. Ohio State is resetting a quarterback. So nobody really has any idea what's going to happen, especially with these big-time schools. So we'll, we'll figure it – like, we're not going to figure it out, um, and no, is, neither is anybody else. But we're going to sit here today, and we're going to give you some – some ideas, and we're going to bet a little bit of money um, as far as season-long stuff, and we're just going to make fun of each other at the end of the year by how wrong we are today. So, uh, anyway, I'm going to we're I'm going to go over some of the rules um, for the way we're going to do this betting thing. What we're going to do is we're using FanDuel, and each of us are going to deposit exactly one hundred dollars into FanDuel. So, at the beginning of each season. So with the beginning of the college football season, we're going to put $10 down uh, on full season bets. So it can be 10 $1 bets for a full season, 10 different ones for $1, or you can do one bet at $10, whichever way you want to do. Or you can do two bets at $5, whatever combination of $10 you want to do, you can do that. And we'll do the same thing for the beginning of the NFL season. So right before the NFL season, we're going to put $10 down on the full NFL season. Same thing with college before college basketball starts, $10. NBA, same thing. So, like, we're going to do that. So, I do want to ask you guys, when do you want the cutoff date to be? Like, for whenever we calculate who actually won between all of us. Do you want it to be at the end of the college basketball season, at the end of NBA season? Uh, don't I say we don't do the end of, end of the MLB season because that's going to be right in the middle of the NFL. So, I, that's that's off the table. But what, what, what do you guys think would be the best time to, for us to cut it off? To reset. What anybody you got any ideas? Yeah, I I think right after March Madness is a good idea. I like that too. I'm thinking Tanner's gonna want NBA though. Which yeah, um, I'm well, kind of feel like that's not really fair for me to, to want that because like I know Gabe keeps up with the NBA, but you guys don't. So I'm kind of feeling like you guys are betting. We're we're well, no, 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 well Ben does. You don't care about. I'm going to keep up with it now that we're doing yeah. a podcast. Uh, okay. I'm not going to keep up with it as much as you guys do. I mean, but I, I will pay attention. But so I personally, I personally feel like college basketball is best for me. But I think for the far as the full sports entertainment goes, I think the end of the NBA season is like a really good reset time. Like there's not yeah. much going on after the NBA ends. Yeah. What do you, how do you feel about that, Gabe? That's cool to me. I, I'm fine with either one. Okay. As someone that's new to betting, I don't really. Yeah. Well, this is not having anything to do with betting. Basically, just resetting like a competition as far as sports. Yeah. Just downtime in between sports. So. Yeah. No, that's that's cool. Me. It, so one. so we're gonna start now at the beginning of college football season, and we're gonna go all the way to the end of the NBA season. Yeah. So NBA finals. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> even we're doing ten dollars at the beginning of each one of those seasons. So so let's go over the which leagues we're doing here. We're doing college football. We're doing NFL. We're doing college basketball. We're doing the NBA. We will also do MLB. Um, anybody, anybody got any, anything else to add? Do I, did I cover it all? 
I'm good. I'm good with all that. Are you We're guys? That's what I was gonna say. You know what? Let's okay. So here's what I was gonna say. Um, so even with all those leagues, if we bet ten dollars at the beginning of them, we can each week, each weekend is not going to be sport specific. You know how I told you, like, we're going to do each weekend, you can bet, you have to bet at least $1 each weekend, but you can bet up to $10 each weekend. And that's on all sports. That's not per sport. That's on all sports. Do whatever you want. So do you want to just include like hockey and like soccer and stuff into that? Or do you want preseason, like the full season hockey to be its own thing? Because I don't know anything about it, but if you all want to do that, I'm down. If we're going all sports, I say we go all sports. Okay, so we'll we'll, we'll do we'll do full season hockey. I'm not gonna have any idea what's going on. But if we're gonna do that, we have to do it for soccer. Too. No, we're not. We're we'll, If you want to bet something on soccer, it's fine because. But we're not gonna do the full season of soccer because soccer season is year round. Like it doesn't yeah, really end at any true. point. None of us are getting up at seven a.m. to watch soccer. Yes, that's true. So I tried. I say that from experience. I tried, and I couldn't I, do. It. I do. I do for World Cup games. I get up. I get. I'll get. I got up at like three forty-five a.m. this past okay, year for the World exception Cup. Exception the World Cup because everybody watches the World Cup. And also, we won't have to do that in the next World Cup because it's going to be in North America, United States, Canada, and Mexico. So it'll be in reasonable times. So hopefully, we're still doing the podcast at that time because we'll definitely be talking about the World Cup at that point. I don't care if you like soccer or not. <laughs> we may even try to go to a game, bro. That'd be sick. I'll so that'd be, we'll go back to Denver. To. Because I'm pretty sure Denver's one of the host cities. Can we talk right when I moved back from Denver, the Nuggets uh, won the finals, and then had their parade. the the year at though that next year they'll have well no wait 2026 no, 20, okay never mind it's yeah. not like it was like right after anyway forget yeah, what I said but it did get it did get named as a host city right after yeah left. right after I moved back yeah. they named it like, yeah, you me? the Broncos will win the Super Bowl this year that's yeah. not gonna happen. <laughs> oh you want to bet. No, yes. I don't. Because <laughs> when the Super Bowl, Russell Wilson leads the NFL in rushing quarterback quarterback rushing yards. Yes. Oh my god! Shout out to the first episode hey. if you all didn't listen. The day after we recorded the last episode, I mentioned that to someone. Uh, I was cutting their hair, and I said, "Hey, I'm just going to warn you. I mentioned this in the podcast. This is uh, something I think is going to happen this season." He went. You know what? Yeah, I could see that happening. I could see that. <laughs> just as big an if Russ, he's a, Ra- he's a Raiders fan. If, that explains everything. <laughs> if Russ Not was fun. eight years younger, maybe. Oh man! Even when he was young, he wasn't like a big time rusher. He was. He was he scramble. But... Yeah. My logic is that the O line sucks, and he's gonna be running all for his life. I mean that that doesn't mean he's gonna like scramble a ton, but yeah. he... anyway. Okay, so to break down again what the rules are, the beginning of each season, we're betting $10 for the full season on each one of those sports. And every weekend, we're betting at least $1 and up to $10 on any sport that you want, uh, sporting events that are happening that weekend. So, so, and we're starting now, going all the way till the NBA Finals are over. Sound good to everybody? So if we're doing it, if we're doing it for that long, like we need to keep track because I don't know some of us, and I'm just talking from you know past experience. Some of us may get to feeling ourselves and get up to like three hundred dollars and lose it all in a day. So like but we need to like that's why I'm putting the ten dollar <laughs> limit on each week. The ten dollar limit on each week is going to keep you from losing three hundred dollars in one week. Like you're not going to lose that much that fast. Okay. Yeah. You 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 can only bet up to ten dollars each that week. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So that's okay. so you're you're not going to lose it super. That fast. makes me feel a lot. Yeah. Better. I, I okay. figure that those those things may happen. That's why I'm putting that. That limit makes on me feel people. a lot. Better. We're so. we're not we're not trying to gamble. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh.
anyway, so that's that's kind of what we're doing. So we're today we're going to go over the college football uh, year kind of bets, um, and we're I'm just gonna warn you guys just straight up. None of us have any idea what's going to happen. So this is just guesses, and we're just throwing them out there, and we'll just see how it goes, and we'll just laugh at each other at the end of the year. Uh, and honestly, we don't, we don't, we don't have any idea. No, no. Nobody really does though. No, no. Like, that's what makes this so fun. I, I'm actually, more so that, like more so about that this year than I have in any other year of college. Like this year mm -hmm. of college football, I, I don't think Tennessee is like that awesome this year, but I wouldn't be shocked if Tennessee wins the national championship. Like, <laughs> I just don't know who's good. Game is cheesing so hard. <laughs> I just don't. Oh, any idea what's going to happen? So I think it's going to be fun. Like I really think it's going to be fun. We got to force Ben to actually watch college football this year because I think it will actually be really fun and entertaining. Because we just we just don't know. We don't know. They'll be they'll end up being somebody. You know, three quarters of the way through the season, they're going to be eight and zero. Oh. They're going to be ranked number one. It's going to be West Virginia, bro. Yeah, maybe. It's going to be Notre Dame, dude. They're going to be number one, eight and zero, oh, and then they're going to lose to somebody like Missouri. You know, like, and it's going to be like, what in the world just happened? And it, like, it anyway, it's going to be fun. I look forward State to it. coming out of nowhere. Who, does anybody want to start? You guys want me to start on, on the bets? You want me to start? Okay, so first one, right off the bat, I'm going to be putting $3. Let's go look at the, let me go look at the odds real quick. I'm putting $3 on Texas to make the college football playoff. I, I'm doing that because... I think Texas is really good, and I like uh, Quinn Ewers. Is that how you pronounce his last name? Ewers? Or is it Ewers? Ewers. 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 I think, okay. I Ewers. Ewers. I like Ewers, and I think the Big 12 sucks. <laughs> I think the Big 12, with West Virginia in it, Ben, sorry. Big 12, I don't think the Big 12 has any competition for Texas this year, even Oklahoma. I don't think Oklahoma is going to give Texas any competition. So I think Texas may run the table in the Big 12. Which, if they run the table in the Big 12, leads, they're <laughs> definitely going to be in the college football playoff. Uh, do they play Alabama this year? Texas? Yeah. yeah. Week two. Week two. Okay. So, even if they lose to Alabama it's that week. It's in Tuscaloosa. If they lose, so. I, I think they're probably going to lose that game. Even if they lose that game, I still think they make the college football playoff. So, I feel pretty good about that one. So, that's three of my $10 is going to Texas being in the college football playoff. How do you guys feel about that? Anybody else feel this strongly about Texas? I know Ben does. I'll let Ben get to his thing later. But anybody else? You hate Texas, love Texas, anything? How do you feel about that? I know as a Tennessee fan, you're kind of against Texas, Gabe. But. I mean, I like. I mean, I don't hate Texas. I hate when people say Texas is the real UT because they're not. Anyone that says that is stupid. I, I actually agree with you. Okay, thank yeah, you. I agree with you. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, I my gut says I don't. I disagree. I don't think they're going to make the college football okay. playoff. All right. Um. Yeah, I don't I really have a reason why. I just don't think they are. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Which a lot of my takes are just based off of gut feelings and what I remember from last year. Right. So, it's a scary thing to do in college football. That's, I mean, that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I actually, I do think Texas is on the rise, but I actually don't think that they're going to make the college football playoffs this year because they do play Alabama. And then if they lose to Oklahoma even once, because I'm assuming that they're going to play them in the regular season, and then they'll probably play them again 
in the uh, maybe I don't. You never know with the Big Twelve. They so. they do round robin in the Big Twelve. So you like who's in that conference championship is kind of fluctuates. You yeah. don't really know. But if they end up having to play them twice, I think they lose at least one of those games. And then if they have to play, like they would have to win every other game in the season, which is possible. But I just don't see it happening this year. After losing Bijan and um, the other running back too, I forgot his name. The other guy who I don't know who was the other guy. Was he like a big time guy too? He was pretty big too. He went. Um, I can't think of his name to save my life right now. But that's gotta be rough. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting behind Bijan, he was that good. Okay. Yeah. Is that game at Alabama? Yes, it's yeah. in Tuskegee. Yeah. By the way, I meant to mention it um, before we started talking about it, but Texas is plus three twenty. Plus three twenty to make the college football playoff. So, anyway, so who's who's next? You got anything, Tanner? What's, what do you got? How many? How many did you have? So, how many different ones? I've got three. Okay, See, how many you got, Gabe? Um, I have one. One. Okay, go ahead, Tanner. Okay, so I don't know if I want to get like. So I feel like with any of these, with any of these picks, like I'm gonna have to give like some background for. But yeah, go ahead. But um, so I guess we're starting off. We're starting off with a bang. So I've got a Heisman Trophy double chance. Ooh, I like that. For yeah, plus three eighty for either Caleb Williams or Joe Milton to win Heisman. Dude, I almost did Whoa, that. So I, I changed it last second, but I almost did that. The big reason, the big reason that I picked that, and I feel like y'all are gonna jump all over me for this, but I genuinely feel like this is gonna happen. Tennessee knocks off Georgia. Okay. I really feel that. All right, dude. Because if you look at, and it's the, it's the schedule is the big reason why I feel that way. Oh, right. Because it's the schedule is the big reason that I feel that way. Georgia's schedule, they do not face a top 10, they do not even face a top 25 team until November 11th. That's like crazy. legit, dude. Hey, Kentucky, they, Kentucky will be top. They face they face Tennessee <laughs> Martin, Ball State, Elizabeth and High School, Science Hill High School. <laughs> In all seriousness, though, you kept such a straight face. I was such a straight face. Oh, so, legit! That was they so good. they face Tennessee, Martin, Ball State, South Carolina, UAB, Auburn, Kentucky. Like they do not face a top twenty-five team until November eleventh. But that top twenty-five team is Ole Miss. And like even looking at Ole Miss's schedule. I do not even see them being in the top 25 by the time Georgia faces them. Yeah. So they will not even face a top 25 team until Tennessee the week after, the the 11th game of the season. So I just think if it, if it was in if it was in Athens, I could see Georgia pulling that off. But I don't feel like even and I know what you're going to say, home field advantage doesn't matter, but Neyland Stadium Neyland is a different is a different monster. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I don't literally think that even if you are a team like Georgia, I don't think that you can coast through a season for 10 straight games facing cupcakes and then literally, and this is at, this, I'm kind of going to have to drop another bomb here, but I've got Tennessee being a one-loss team when they face Georgia. Is that, is that, is so, that, is that do, you have a, do you have a bet involved with Tennessee on that one, too? With Tennessee, yes, I have them, okay, winning. Go ahead, go I ahead. Have them winning the SEC. Finish your thoughts on Georgia and then go into that bet, too. Um, so, I've got so I've got, I've got got Tennessee. Yeah, you're about to lose it right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, can, can you tell everyone your college team is? I'm an Alabama fan. Legit. Like, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, so I'm an Alabama fan. Like, legit. 
So, actually, I've actually got Tennessee winning the SEC East, and it's plus 490. But the reason that I have him winning the Heisman is because of the absolute track team that he is throwing the ball to this year. Especially with how Hendon Hooker looked last year. If he doesn't, if if he doesn't get one blown out in South Carolina and two pretty much blow out his knee, Hendon Hooker's in the Hosman conversation. Genuinely, he's in the Hosman conversation. Yeah. So, if what I think is going to happen, and I'm pretty much just throwing out all my opinions right now, I think it's going to be Tennessee Alabama SEC championship. I think Tennessee's one loss. I think Tennessee's one loss is to Alabama. The only reason I feel that way is because it's in Tuscaloosa. I do not see Tennessee beating us two times in a row, especially with the second time being in Tuscaloosa. I just, I can't see that. Okay. So That's I've fair. got, yeah, I've got us being a one-loss team as well, but I've actually got Texas beating Alabama in okay. Tuscaloosa. Okay. So I think it'll be SEC Championship. I think it'll be Alabama-Tennessee, both one-loss teams, and... I think Alabama will win that game strictly because... So you have Alabama beating Tennessee twice. Yes, I've got Alabama beating Tennessee twice, which was hard for me, honestly. But the thing is, I think it'll be the atmosphere is the main one of the main reasons why Alabama beats Tennessee SEC Championship. Because when is the last time that Tennessee has been in the SEC Championship? Like, legit. Even if you look at last year, one of the reasons that I even feel like, which I've heard a lot of things about that Tennessee defense and the whole things that went on there, but part of me thinks just the moment got too big for him, honestly. Like, I just, with all the hype, them being, you know, the number one team in the nation, that's the first time. Seriously, I I really don't know this. (laughs) That's why I'm asking you. When was the last time that Tennessee was the number one team in the nation? Before last year. Did Lane Kiffin get them there Uh, at any point? No, dude. No, um, it's been like since. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's been since former was there. It had to be former. It had. Dude, to be. I don't even. I'm gonna look this up. I'm. I'm. I'm kind of confident about this. I don't even think they were number one when they won the national championship. Mm-hmm. I don't even think they were ranked number yeah. one. Well, surely they were after they won the national. I mean, obviously, <laughs> they won the national. Yeah. But yeah. I just think. I think the moment just gets too big for Tennessee. And I think that okay. Alabama I think that Alabama wins, makes it into the national championship. And that's when I hope that we'll get a rematch against Texas. But I don't everybody's so high. So you, on, got, you got Texas in the playoff as well. I got Texas in the playoff as well. Okay. Just because of that. And see this is this is hard for me. This is hard for me as an Alabama fan because I, I completely disagree with you in the fact that home field advantage doesn't doesn't matter in college football. I, Especially because Alabama, like, I don't know if you know this, dude, but do you know Alabama's home record since Nick Saban has got to Alabama? Like, that's... Yeah, no, I don't. No. Legit? <laughs> let me see. Hang on. Let me see if I What's can... What's Alabama's record since Nick Saban? <laughs> yeah. So, Alabama, just their home record since Nick Saban got there is 95-8. and eight. At yeah, home, it's crazy. That is, and no, me- I don't. With with three of our biggest games being against Texas, Alabama, or um, Texas, Tennessee, and LSU, I just I want to believe it, but I don't think that we're gonna win all three. But with how close the games were at Neyland and at LSU, 
I just, I really think Alabama just comes out with it. Even, even though we don't have Bryce, I feel like, I feel like we're probably going to go with Milrow personally, which I'm okay with, but. That's interesting. I on, just. On the betting I, odds, um, Ty Simpson is higher up on the betting odds to win Heisman than Milrose is. Mm-hmm. So, but you still think Milrose is going to get I think. Stuff. If we go with Ty Simpson, I'll be surprised. Okay. I, I will be, which I won't. I'll be all for it because, I mean, Nick Saban's the GOAT. I'm not, like, yeah. he knows what he's doing. Exactly. I mean, greatest greatest coach of all time, in my opinion. Um, no, it's, That's not in your opinion. That's period. That, that, well, that's yeah. fact. Yeah, like, I'm, yeah. yeah like, yeah. so, I, yeah, I feel, I feel that strong. I really, really think that Tennessee knocks off Georgia this year. Okay. Because I just don't think you can coast through a cupcake schedule through 10 games and yeah. go into an environment like Neyland against that Tennessee team and just knock them off just like that after after yeah, a cupcake yeah. schedule. I just don't think you can do it. All right, man. So uh, so you said you had three bets. Did you just knock off two of them just now? Yeah, I knocked off two of them right now, okay. which I really <laughs> couldn't say any of those without getting into detail. Right. Because, like, I, I no, had to. We want to get into detail on this because yeah. Yeah, you're fine. So, yeah. so the, since the other two of you only have one, I'll go ahead and get my second one out of the yeah. way before we get to your guys'. My second one is also just a playoff bet for a particular team. I've got Clemson making the playoff at $3. Hmm. Um, let's see. Clemson's odds, they're longer odds than Texas, but not much. It's all, it's plus 350. And the same kind of reason that I – for Clemson that I do for Texas is that I just think the ACC is not very good. I think the Clemson's got a pretty easy walk to the college football playoff. Now, I think that it's very likely that Clemson makes the college football playoff and then play somebody like Alabama and gets beat by like 38 points. Like I mm-hmm. could see that happening so easy, but I just think the ACC is a cakewalk. I do. Um, just like I think the big 12 is a cakewalk. And I think Dabo is going to kind of have a rebound from last year because last year was very disappointing for him. So I think he's going to rebound the troops and they're going to do a better job this year. I just, I just, I just see it being a really easy path for them to get to the college football playoff. Uh, I actually didn't actually look at their schedule. I don't know who their non-conference games are. Do either of you, any of you all know a big mm-hmm. game for non-conference? Uh, I'm not, I'm not too worried about it, but anyway, so I got Clemson going to the college football playoff. Um, I'm staying away from the SEC as far as college football playoff predictions go because the SEC, they just beat up each other so much that I just, I, I never know. I don't know what's going to happen. And I just dove straight in. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going for it, bro. So you didn't do one of those exactos, did you? Um, did you see what the exactos were? No, I didn't do those. I didn't. Do you know what an exacto is? It's like where you where you guess the two teams. You, you have to do the exact same the exact score as well. No, you don't have to do the exact the score, but you have to pick who the winner is in, of the conference championship and pick who they beat in mm-hmm. the conference championship. I didn't do so that. in your case, if you wanted to do an exacto, you would pick Alabama over Tennessee, that mm-hmm. exact combination. Yeah. Um, so those payouts are pretty nice if you get yeah. those, but that's very hard to do, very difficult. If you're already predicting that to happen, so if you think it's going to happen, you might <laughs> yeah. as well. Well, I've got five on each, so I've got the five. That's pretty much my ten dollar right there. I've got five on the Heisman vote and five on Tennessee winning. Gotcha. So wait, wait. I thought you said you had three bets. I do. The other one is this coming. Oh, up. you're talking. Okay. Yeah, so you only have up. two for the full season. Two for the full oh, season, okay. and then gotcha. Yeah. So I'm only I'm only talking about the full season stuff yeah. right now. Okay. So, uh, Gabe, you go now. What's yours? Um, I got Michigan making the. The college football playoff. Okay, and, that's yeah, I can see that. Um, I didn't put a bet on this other one, but I think I think Blake Corum is gonna. I think it's how you say his name. Uh, the running back. 
kind of similar situation to like to Tennessee. Like he was in the Heisman running. I think he's going to go nuts this year. Um, and I think he's going to lead them to the playoff this year. All right, man. So, yeah, by the way, uh, Michigan is plus 125. So the odds makers feel really strongly about that, too. It's almost even money. Yeah. Like, so um, it's, he, it's over even money, but it's close to being even money. So that's so that means they feel pretty strongly about Michigan as well. I am. I'm, I'm surprised. Ohio they've got Ohio State over Michigan. Ohio State's plus 115 and Michigan plus 125. I'm surprised by that. I I thought Michigan. I think Michigan should be higher than Ohio State, but whatever. The only thing that makes me iffy about that is, I kind of. Uh, it's hard for me to see Michigan beating Ohio State two years in a row. But at the same time, there wasn't really a lot of guys that left the team from Michigan last year, so right. they have a lot of their same guys back, mm-hmm. and so I could see them running it back. And I don't know if I would say that they were going to win the national championship, but. Um, as long as Blake Corum stays healthy, I think they're going to be fine, and I think they're going to make it back in the playoff again. All right, man. And he's probably going to be in the running for a Heisman again, as long as he does Wait, what, what did he was you doing say? last year. Pronounce that guy's name again. What is it? Blake Corum. I, I think I'm saying it right. Corum? C-O-R-U-M. All right. Okay. I've never heard of his name. I don't know how I never heard of him. Blake Corum. So he, he was a potential candidate last season, but then he – he got injured and gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So that kind of screwed him over. Then before we get to yours, I'm going to go ahead and get my third out of the way since I've got four of them here. My third one, this is the one I'm most excited about. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, I'm, I'm, this one, I did the same thing that Tanner did. I, but with different players, I did a double option uh, for the quarterback, for the Heisman winner. And I have Kent Quinn Ewers or Joe Milton to win the Heisman. Mm, so you don't think Caleb is going to win? You don't think no, he's going to be? I, I just USC always loses to some terrible Big Twelve, uh, Pac twelve team that they shouldn't lose to, and the Heisman winner is going to come from a team that makes a college football playoff. They're not going to give the Heisman to a, uh, to somebody that didn't make the college football playoff. Now it's going to take. I should have had this screenshot of it. I'm trying to find the odds for that again, but it was pretty nice. That's the reason why I went with it. I. Quinn Ewers and, uh, plus oh no that's Caleb that's with Caleb Williams yeah so Quinn Ewers wait where is it at dude oh it's so far down here there's so many other ones Quinn Ewers and Joe Milton you got Quinn Ewers and Ty Simpson right here Joe Milton's still going down did I I must have missed it man it was it's somewhere around plus one thousand I'm pretty sure it's something like that Quinn Ewers Joe Milton. Yeah, plus seven fifty. Oh, plus seven fifty. Okay, yeah. so not quite as good odds as I as I thought. But anyway, I'm feeling really good about that. I I I've got Quinn Ewers with Texas, who I feel really confident is going to make the playoff, and I've got Joe Milton in there uh, because I very similar to what Tanner was saying. They have got athletes all over the place. They're going to be throwing bombs. Uh, Josh Heupel is an offensive genius, and Joe Milton is a physical freak. Um, so the good thing is, is there's going to be a lot of situations that a lot of plays that Joe Milton's not even going to have to think before he does something. It's just going to be there for him. Do like, you think they run the same style of offense that they did last year with Hinton Hooker, like more of like a slant top, or do you think they throw long? Do you think they throw well, they, long? They threw long a lot last year too. So it's going to be a combination of those things. Yeah. They're going to throw slants and deep routes. Josh Heupel is going to set up the plays to where he sees his defense 
And then he holds up a little sign on the sideline to give what play it is. Because he's like, oh, they're leaving the slant wide open. Or, or maybe they're saying like, all right, they're going to cover the slant on this guy because we beat him there a few plays ago. And while they're paying attention to slant on this guy, we're going to send a deep post on the guy from the left side of the field. He's going to be wide open, deep right. Like Josh Heupel's brain is mm. just way beyond anybody else's as far as offensive scheme goes. So these speedsters are going to have like 15, 20 yards of separation all all the time, man. So And then Joe Milton has got such a strong arm. It doesn't matter how fast these guys are. They're, they're not going to outrun him. Like, he's just going to just throw it as far as he can. They're going to run underneath it, and it's going to be a bunch of bomb touchdowns. Or he could throw a quick little screen pass to some dude that has 4-2 speed, and it's just going to outrun everybody to the end zone. So, I mean, I, I just – he's going to put up crazy statistics this year, man. The only thing that's going to keep him from winning the Heisman is an injury or Tennessee loses one too many games and doesn't make the playoff. What is the receiver they have that, like, his nickname's, like, Squirrel or something like that? Literally Squirrel Wright. Squirrel Wright, Squirrel Wright. Squirrel yeah. Wright. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he run, like, a 4 2 or yeah, something, something like that? Dude, like he's, he's probably the shortest guy on the team, but, like, he could probably outrun everybody. I, honestly, bro. Work for Steve Smith. Dude, Dante Thornton, the transfer from Oregon, was clocked at – he – he, he ran 24.3 miles an hour. See, and that that's it's the like, stuff right there, That's Jalen like, Hyatt's speed. That's, that's probably faster than Jalen Hyatt. Even with, because I, like. And he's, he's I, like 6'3", bro. So he, so he's built like Cedric Tillman, but he runs like Jalen Hyatt. That's crazy. That's just, I don't how do you defend him, that? Like, even, because I really do think that um, Kool-Aid McKintree is probably, if not the best, I think he is one of the best cornerbacks in all of, college football but like still how do you defend that like that's the only yeah, thing that off. worries me about that about that Tennessee but even with that even with that though when you leave that much separation that's when the slant comes in yeah, and so, I mean so this this is why Josh Heupel recruits all these crazy fast dudes because all these defenses are so scared of that speed mm-hmm. that they don't want to play man-to-man because they're like if we play man-to-man we're just going to get burned so we're just going to play his own defense and if you play zone defense against Josh Heupel, and he's it's his mind versus a bunch of He'll college, pick you apart. a bunch of college kids, he's going to destroy those college kids in those in that zone coverage, and he will confuse the crap out of them. There were multiple plays, there were multiple plays in the Alabama game last year. Alabama is known for great defense. All the, they, they had that secondary looking so lost, like didn't know what was going on, man. Like it's just you can't play zone against them, but if you play man, you're gonna get burned by that speed. So it's a really tough. Well, you can't you can't leave if at all possible. You can't leave one on one situations, like because you're gonna get burned, especially with somebody that's elusive right. and runs a four two. Like you just you just so, can't. So here's what if I'm playing defense against Tennessee. Here's what you have to do. You're gonna get burned a couple times. And it's gonna happen, but in order to give yourself a chance in the game, you have to play man to man across the board and play tight coverage on them so they don't beat you with those screen passes, and you have to have two high safeties over the top on both sides. Now, that leaves you open to that deep post pattern in the middle of the field, but you just got to leave that. You just got to make Joe Milton make that throw. And he's going to make that throw sometimes. It's going to happen. You're going to get burned. But it's your only chance. You have to do that because if you you play zone, you are going to get destroyed. And if you play man-to-man and you don't have two high safeties, they're just going to run right past you. So... That, that's what you have to do. You're still going to get beat sometimes, but you got to give yourself a chance. That's what you have to do. I really want to hear Gabe's thoughts on this because, like, you've been really, really quiet. Like, I feel like we're <laughs> higher on Tennessee than you are, dude. Like, how do you feel I th- about I think this part thing? of it is I don't want to get too excited and yeah. then just to be yeah, let down. Um, 
two things. One, I am so glad we're recording this so I can go back and listen to everything that you guys said that's good about Tennessee because I will listen to that on repeat. <laughs> um, and also, I think something else too that people don't – more people are realizing about Tennessee, they run the ball more than they throw the ball. And I think that's the thing is they will run the ball and they'll pound it. And they're, they have – they're pretty deep at running back too. Jalen mm-hmm. Wright, Jabari Small. I think Jalen Wright is probably going to be uh, the starting running back this year. But, I mean, even like, dude, Dylan Sampson, I think this is his second year at Tennessee. That guy is solid. Um, And, yeah, I think they're going to keep pounding the ball. And they're going to – I don't know. Like I said, they're going to run the ball more than they're going to throw the ball. And then when you think they're – when you're prepared to stop the run, they're going to throw it deep. Yeah. And I think that's where – It's tough, man. um, But, yeah. I Personally, I think – I think the biggest thing is Joe Milton isn't where he's not like Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker was really good um, with his pocket awareness and realizing when he should scramble and run and when he should like the decisions that he makes um, when nobody's open. And I think that's where Hendon Hooker separated himself from Joe Milton. And that's what kind of worries me. I mean, not as much as from what I hear from other people, but. That's the one thing that worries me about him, that I think uh, Hinton Hooker saved us a lot and kept drives going because of his awareness, and he knew when to right. uh, slip uh, slip away and run. Um, other than that, like, Joe, Joe Milton's obviously the more talented quarterback. He could throw it freaking 90 yards. Um, is he um, Is he like a redshirt senior right now, redshirt junior? What, what is he? Uh, I don't think he's a red shirt. He's a red shirt at all. I don't okay. think so. I, okay. I mean, I don't know if he was a red shirt. It's from when he was at Michigan, but Got I it. think he, he just has an extra guy year from like COVID and okay. all that stuff. Got it. So you so, don't know if this is his last year of eligibility. No, this is. Oh, this is his last year yeah. of eligibility. So okay. if he if he's not a red shirt, this is his. This is like the extra like COVID year. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So I think sum it up. I think Tennessee's offense is going to be slightly worse than last year. I mean, nothing like crazy. They're still going to be crazy good. They're going to be elite. Um, but I think their defense is going to be a little better. So I think it's going to even out. They're not going to score as many points as they did last year, but they're not going to give up as many points as they did last year. Gotcha. What What was your – I don't even remember what you said. What was your $10 bet for the full season again? What did you say? You said Michigan. Michigan to make a playoff, right? You put yeah, all which I guess isn't anything crazy. Okay, but got it. Um, yeah. Got it. All right, Ben, what you got? Um, I actually have Old Miss – Winning over seven and a half games. That's okay. my uh, so money for the season. That's, so that basically it's almost even money. It's like minus one ten or something like that. Um, it is mine. Uh, minus one fourteen. Yeah. Okay, got so. it. Okay, so you said what's the what's the total number again? What is it? Uh, seven and a half wins. Do you have them winning over seven and a half? Yep, I have them getting exactly eight wins this season. So okay. the reason I feel that way is, um, I mean they play Alabama, LSU. Georgia, I mean, that's more than likely three losses right there. Right. But then the next hard games that they have against ranked teams are Tulane and Texas A&M. I think they win at least one of those, if not both of them. Got it. And then I do think it is possible that they beat either um, Alabama or LSU. Um, I don't think they're beating Georgia just because that defense is still insane, but... Those are reasonable. Those are, those are definitely reasonable points for sure. I, I'm staying away from Ole Miss because I just don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. I think they could beat LSU. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, another reason I have that is um, they're one of the only teams in the SEC that has their starting quarterback again from last year as well. So almost every team in the SEC has a new quarterback. They'll, so. they'll put up some numbers on offense for sure. Yeah. Their yeah. defense was definitely worrisome, but I think they, their offense is solid enough to win some games. They finished out the season like one and five down the stretch. Yeah, they? they lost right. like four straight games, I think, last season. Yeah. To I end the so. season. Lane Kiffin's another offensive guru. Yes. yes. And that's I what I was going to ask you. So, like, I didn't want to, like, kind of cut off the flow, but, like, I wanted to ask you, because I know what I feel about this, but from an offensive mind standpoint, do you give it to Josh Heupel or Lane Kiffin? I think I think Lane Kiffin is better. He, I think Lane Kiffin has a better overall football mind, but I think Josh Heupel is better at fooling college kids. So you feel like so you feel like scheme you would give it to Josh Heupel, for and just college, overall mind you would for give college it to scheme. Him. College scheme, I'm giving it to Heupel because mm-hmm. he just knows how to fool dumb. 20 year olds you're saying Heupel has built his system better like he he's pinpointed exactly what he wants to do I I think Lane Kiffin's system is better but Heupel is better at fooling the 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 20 year old idiots that are playing corner out there um so I think Heupel is more built for college success than Lane Kiffin is if you had to throw them both into an NFL system, Lane Kiffin has got a way better shot than Heupel does. Lane Kiffin wouldn't, or Josh Heupel would would be terrible in the NFL, just because it all, all his whole system goes off of the fact that I'm going to fool these kids out here, um, and that's not going to happen in the NFL. But Lane Kiffin, Lane Kiffin probably wouldn't be successful in the NFL either. He actually had a stint in the NFL, wasn't very successful. Um, but he ha- he would have a better chance than Josh Heupel. Well, Nick Saban had a stand in the stand in the NFL. Yeah, not very exactly. successful either. So Lane some Kiffin people were just college like a, coaches. Didn't he go for like a seventy yard field goal and the next day got fired? I don't remember if there was that long of a field goal. I don't know. Are you talking about the, it, it was, are you talking about his time at USC? No, no, no. no. It, it, when he was with the Raiders, yeah. oh, he was with the Raiders and went for. I don't think it was seventy. It was probably sixty, but it was something absurd. It was stupid. I don't know if he was desperate. <laughs> He went for a 60-yard field goal, and then, of course, like he did, wasn't anywhere close. You think you're he, talking- had a, he had an NFL head coaching job at a crazy young age. Like, he had to be, like, 30, like, exactly. Like, he was really young, like, when he got that coaching job with the Raiders. Like, really, really mm-hmm. young. Younger than a lot of the players on the field. I think you're crazy. talking about a certain head coach that uh, was coaching the Denver Broncos last year. <laughs> <laughs> Not that, the touch on a sword. That is As not true. <laughs> they gave the ball to Brandon McManus instead of letting Russ, who they just paid $200 million to try to win the game for them, which is stupid. Even Peyton was like, And blew 30 seconds off the clock with three timeouts. It wasn't the decision to kick the field goal. It was the, pro- the problem was they just ran the, the entire clock, man. <laughs> they could have two more plays to get closer. But that's because it was fourth down. But even then, it's like, I forget how long the field goal was, but dude, you just paid Russell Wilson two hundred million dollars. Who what was it like a fourth and three or something like that? Like, it was it was something you, short. You had a much better chance of converting that fourth down than you did of making that field. One of my favorite sure. clips is just watching Peyton Manning sitting there like, okay, and they're gonna call a timeout. Yeah, call and Shannon timeout. Sharp over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> That was really funny. Straight man. up embarrassment, bro. You got two oh two Bronco Hall of Famers sitting there like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs>
The funniest part about that video, though, to me, is Shannon Sharp because, like, he's so close to the screen. Like, he just knows, like, what's going on, It's because he doesn't have the so, sound on, man. It's so funny, man. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it was great. That was, that was you know, Nathaniel Hackett, he gave us some good times, man. He gave us some good entertainment. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. I watched them too many times on Thursday to say they gave us good entertainment. That was that Broncos Colts game. That was an all-timer, bro. We'll yeah. always remember that. I sat in half traffic just for that stupid game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done with the yearly predictions, right? We're not – nobody's got anything else for the yearly ones? Yeah. All right, so we're going to move into this week's games. This week's games, there are not a whole lot of, like, big-time teams playing. In fact, I, I think there's only three games that are even interesting. We've got Notre Dame playing against uh, Navy. And that game is in Ireland. Uh, the other one I think is interesting is Hawaii at Vanderbilt. And the third game is actually a conference game, Big Ten. We've got Nebraska and Minnesota. Gabe, where is that at? Is that Nebraska or Minnesota? It's in Minnesota. In Minnesota. Okay, got it. So does anybody have any game that they're betting on that is not one of those three games? Anybody? No, nobody? Mm -hmm. Okay, no. gotcha. So I'll, I'll go first. I'm going to put... I'm only going to do $1 on each of these because I just, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. It's week one in college football. Who has any? How many did you, did you bet on? I'm doing three. Okay. I'm doing all three of those games. Okay. So I'm doing $1 on Notre Dame to cover the spread in the game against uh, Navy. And that spread is set at 20 and a half. So I have Notre Dame winning by at least 20. I think Notre Dame is going to blow them. I think Notre Dame is probably a terrible football. Not terrible. I think Notre Dame is overrated this year. But I think they are going to come out and absolutely blow Navy out of the water. I think Notre Dame is going to win by if – I, if I knew the FanDuel app enough, I would probably dig a little deeper to find alternate spreads so I can win more money. But I think Notre Dame is going to win by, like, over 30 points. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely going, but I'm only going to do $1 because I, it's week one and I don't want to get too caught up in the weeds of this stuff. So Notre Dame to cover 20 and a half. Does who, is anybody feel the same on that game or you got anybody feel the opposite on that game? I'm not betting on it, but I could definitely see Notre Dame covering the spread for that. Just because I feel like Notre Dame is one of those teams that doesn't play a lot of hard like scheduled games so they're trying to put as big of a spread on every game that they can so they look better right so okay i could see it happening but that's not what i'm betting on so i actually put the opposite i bet a dollar on navy to cover the spread strictly because i forgot the games in ireland <laughs> so i'm sticking with it though okay you're sticking so with i'm it. sticking with it All i'm right. sticking with All it right, yeah man. So, how funny would it be if Notre Dame lost in Ireland? That would be great. I would rejoice. I would. I would lose my one dollar hat. Okay. Like, please. I want. I want Navy to win so bad. Please. Oh my goodness. I can't stand Notre Dame. Oh, Lord, it's so annoying every year. Anyway, Gabe, did you bet on that game? No, I didn't. Okay. Got Should it. I just go ahead? And no, you don't. Have, no, but you don't have to say how. If you were to bet on the game, how are you feeling about that game? You, oh, I mean, I'm, I'd say Notre Dame's going to win. Well, of course they're going to win, but do you think that they're going to win oh, by God. 20 points? Uh, I mean, does Notre Dame ever win by 20 points, bro? Sometimes against those no-name teams, sometimes they really run the score up on them. So everybody they play? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, honestly, I would I'd probably just choose Navy to cover. Okay, all right, man. 
I feel like every Notre Dame game that I've seen, it's always been a nail biter, no matter who That's it is. That's true. They, especially recent years, they've had a lot of nail biters, man. Like they just pull at the last second, they just pull something out of their butt that's just like barely getting by, like against no name teams, too. You're right. Yeah, I could see that. But week one, I think it may be a little different since it's week one. I don't know. We'll see. Which what, what games you bet on? Um, I got Nebraska beating Minnesota. Uh, so you have them winning straight up, or did you bet on the spread? No, I didn't bet on the spread. I have them winning straight up. Straight up. Okay, so they're the underdog, correct? Yeah. Okay. So what what are the odds on them on that money line? It is. Uh, hold on a second. Dang, hold on. Uh, plus 230. Plus 230. I – so explain why you think that. I'm a believer in Matt Rule, man. You don't believe in Matt Rule? No, I am. I oh, am okay. a believer uh, in Matt Rule. Yeah, I am too. I think Matt Rule – I is, think he's only going to do a good job. Yeah, I agree, man. I think Matt Rule's awesome. I really, really do. Now, first game, I mean, it may take a second for him to get the ball run, rolling there because I know his he's he's famous for what he did at Temple, turning making like doing really well with them after a couple after just a couple years, and then turning Baylor around after Baylor's program was left in a complete disastrous situation. But I'm pretty sure on both of those year both of those runs that his first season. He either had like just he had like one game over a 500 record with both of them on his first season, um, and then like year two is when things really took off. So I think that could happen here too. They may start a little slow this year, but I still think Nebraska is going to. I'm not going to bet the money line on that game. What I, I'm betting the spread because the spread is seven and a half. Correct? Is that what it said? Let's go. Cool. Uh, where to go? Yeah, it's, Nebraska, it's seven, seven and a half. half. So I, I can see Nebraska losing by one touchdown. So if that happens, they, they still win the spread there. So I'm going to bet the spread. I'm only going to do $1 on it. Uh, how much are you doing on your on the money line, by the way? Uh, I'm doing $1 also. $1? Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to do the spread just because that seven and a half point buffer makes me feel really comfortable and I like it. So I'm going to go Nebraska to cover the spread uh, plus seven and a half. Um, did you do anything on that game, Tanner? Mm-mm. No? No, I didn't do anything. How on about that you, game? Ben? Mm-hmm. Okay, Ben, what, what game did you bet on? I bet on the Hawaii-Vanderbilt um, game. And I bet Hawaii to cover the 17.5-point spread. Okay. Why do you think that, Ben? Um, I think <laughs> Hawaii is just a better athletic school than people realize. I think they have a lot more athletes than people They've realize, been really so. bad at football the last <laughs> few years. Like, really, really Where's bad. that game at? It's um. It's in Vanderbilt. Isn't it's in it? Vanderbilt. It's a stadium with it fits like twenty people right now. Yeah, <laughs> they're not done building it. Dude, imagine which I don't. I I would I wouldn't be surprised if there's no season ticket holders for Vanderbilt games, but imagine like buying a ticket in like the section where like they're still trying to especially season ticket situation like. A Vanderbilt fan wants to go to their brand new stadium. They're like, let's buy season tickets this year. Nope, you can't go to that game. Like, it isn't a brand new stadium. It, they're just yeah. renovating the current one. But yes. yes. But yeah, they're just like, yeah, yeah we've only got. I, it's, they literally, they only have 20,000 seats. I'm pretty sure that's the number I saw. Which for an SEC program, it, it is just unimaginable, dude. Like that it's that small. It's, for a Power 5 yeah, any like power school five. in it's general. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. Also, I'm putting $2 on my bet so that I can kick off the season with the extra head start against you guys. So Okay, that's great, Ben. Yeah. Nice. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I could still kick off better than you because I'm doing three $1 bets. So if I get in the wall. I'd say you're going to hit one of them. That's so. true. That's true. <laughs> that's what I'd say. All right, Tanner, what'd you bet on? 
Um, I bet. Uh, wait, I've already told you. Oh, you did. Which one? Did yeah, you I bet on. Um, um, oh yeah, you did. Yeah, no, Navy did to cover. That I'm, I'm sticking with it. The only other one that I think I would feel not not really comfortable, but I would bet Ohio to beat San Diego State because the spread's only two and a half, and for Ohio for Ohio to win out is plus one fourteen, and that's so even. I would feel almost comfortable enough for Ohio did to, you, did to you win. Did you put money on? No, I didn't. Did I was I was just kind of looking at it. Gotcha. And that would be the only thing. If I'd done it, I would only be like a dollar. But Got it. that, like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not betting on any of this other stuff simply because I just have zero interest in any of these other mm-hmm. games. Um, and I'm only going to put money on stuff that I'm actually going to watch. Um, because, not, wait a second, hold on. What? I did not see this game earlier. Florida and Utah play this week. How did nobody That's, mention this? I thought that was next week. It says August thirty first, right here. That's Florida and That's next week, Brandon. Is it? It's the twenty first. No, that's this week. That's next week. You're right. You're sure? right. It is next week. It's that's, next week? that's next Thursday. It's yeah, a week from that's tomorrow. Next week. Oh, okay, got okay. It. Okay. All right. So sorry. Whoa. I was really confused for a second. I was like, <laughs> how did I miss this game? What in the world? Okay. I overlooked that on purpose because I think Utah is just gonna blow Florida out of the water. I, oh, I cannot believe I forgot that. Speaking of Utah. There is one full season bet that I forgot to mention, my fourth one. I have Utah win total over eight and a half. So I have them, Oh wow. I have okay. them winning at least nine games. Okay. And the reason for that is kind of the same situation of why I feel good about Texas and Clemson making the playoff is the Pac twelve is terrible. The Pac twelve mm. basically doesn't exist anymore. After this season, they really aren't going to exist anymore. All right, I, I I think USC is going to be good. Uh, other than that, I don't think anybody's going to be good. I think Oregon's going to be decent. Or not Oregon. I think Utah's going to be decent. I think the rest of the conference is just going to be terrible. As long see, as Cam Rising stays healthy, I I could see that happening. Yeah, also. eight and a half. All I got to do is get nine wins. I would honestly, that Florida and Utah game, I would honestly bet Florida to win that game. You're crazy. Just dude. because, <laughs> no, because, Gosh. I'm sorry, like, that. The SEC, even like the bottom tier, more of the bottom tier schools, like I would consider Florida one of the bottom tier SEC schools this year. 100%. Yes. They are still better than any Pac-12 team. I wouldn't say Big Ten team, maybe, but like... Not Vanderbilt. I No. Well, okay. That's the... Vanderbilt, maybe Arkansas, I'll give Vanderbilt, or I'll give Florida the... That. But there's that. still that talent different. Well, like every SEC school, with the exception of those two, I would say, which what is the two still again, Vanderbilt probably Vanderbilt and Arkansas. I would say, like Arkansas, we gotta give them a little more respect than that. I mean, KJ Jefferson is legit. Yeah, I mean, we, uh, Arkansas does not deserve to be mentioned in the same sentence as Vanderbilt. I mean, we gotta give them a little more respect than that. I would still. Bet Florida over them over Arkansas though, but that's that's just my opinion. I also have Tennessee winning the East, so take that yeah. take that how you want it. But okay, man. Yeah, so, I would. We'll, we'll talk I more. would feel more comfortable okay. even betting Florida over Utah in that game. Next a week from today, next Wednesday, we're definitely talking about this Florida Utah game because apparently we've got some different philosophies definitely. on this for sure. Definitely, uh, but anyway, that that's next week, so we'll get to that later. But anybody else have anything else they want to mention about college football full season or college football this week? Anything you might want to say? I want to do this. 
early predictions, college football playoff. Who do y'all have? All four? So you all, four. all four. Okay, all four schools, is, college is, football playoff. This play. is good. I like it. Okay. Because I've already got mine. Okay, go ahead. What do you Okay, got? so I've got, in no order, I've got Georgia, Bama, Texas, Ohio State. Georgia, Texas, Bama, Ohio State. You got two SEC schools again. I do. Um, Georgia, Bama, Texas, Ohio State. Georgia, Bama, Texas, Ohio okay. State. Because yeah. I've got I've got Texas coming in. I I could see maybe Ohio State. I think Alabama will lose to Texas. Just like I said earlier, I think Alabama will lose to Texas. And then I think Georgia will lose to Tennessee. I could, just like you said, I could really see Texas coming in being undefeated. And I could see the exact same thing with Ohio State. Michigan, Michigan and Ohio State was a toss-up to me because I think the college football playoff will depend on who wins that game. Well, that that last spot in the in the college football playoff will depend on who wins that game. Got it. Um, the only thing that scares me about Alabama this year is our offensive line. I saw this stat like I knew our offensive line had been bad this year or the past two years, but I saw this stat and I got chills. I legit. So, do you know how many tackles for loss and sacks Alabama has given up in the past two years? I They've given I up. Think anybody knows? Keep that. it okay. Keep <laughs> in mind. Obviously, college football is a 12, 12 game season. Okay, yes, we exactly. all know that. They've given up a hundred and sixty seven tackles for loss and sixty three sacks in two seasons. That's really bad. <laughs> that is that is six. Well, 6.9 is the actual math, but like we'll round up. That is seven tackles for loss this game. And Alabama is starting a red shirt, a red shirt freshman at left tackle. And I think a left shirt so- or left shirt. <laughs> a red shirt sophomore at left guard. Like all of our experience is on the right side of the yeah. offensive line. Scary. So the only thing that worries me, I'm I'm extremely confident in our defense. Um receivers I'm still a little confident I'm still a little confident with I feel like receivers will determine more about who our quarterback is the offensive line really is is what worries me about this season but I mean I I trust Nick Saban man I really think if I trust Nick Saban so you said the O-line worries you the O-line worries me yeah the O-line worries me just because of the left side of the line like if we had somebody with more experience in the left tackle position, I wouldn't stress as much. But it's the fact of knowing, like, even though everything I've I've read about him, he's looked really good in camp, but still just the fact that we have a true freshman at the most important position on the offensive line is really worrisome. That's yeah, rough. So yeah, when I heard that when I heard that stat. I got chills. Like I well not really got chills, but that is that's worrisome to me as an Alabama fan. But I see either Michigan, whoever gets in between Michigan, Ohio State, they'll be undefeated. Texas will be undefeated, and I think Georgia and Alabama will both come in as one loss teams. I could see that for sure. I you want to do your four next game or you want me to go? Dude, I'm I'll go ahead and go. Yeah, you go. You go. I this is I I've not looked at it at all. I don't. I've not not paid any attention to it at all. This is completely off the top of my head. So, two of my bets I've got to include those. Obviously, I got Texas and Clemson that I that I bet on earlier. So those two are in. 
I am going to say, so I've got Texas Clemson. That pretty much rules out a two SEC thing because either Michigan or Ohio State are going to make it. It's going to be one of those two. Mm -hmm. So so that leaves out two SEC schools. So I'm going to go ahead and put Michigan in for big the Big Ten. I think Michigan gets over uh, Ohio State again. Uh, so that's the three. The SEC school. Like I said, the SEC going to beat each other to death. I, I just... I just it could be any. It could be like one of four different teams. I, I've got Tennessee, bro. Oh God, you got Tennessee. Got Tennessee. I've, got, really? I've got Tennessee. What is that? What's their path? What's their path to the? Their path. Because obviously they're gonna have to win the conference championship I think, if they get in. I think they win every game, other than at Alabama. They lose at Alabama, and I think they win every other game. So you think they beat Georgia at Neyland? Yes. So you agree with me? Okay. Yeah. I'm in a glass case of emotions right now. I'm I'm like nervous and excited at the same time. <laughs> We're psyching Gabe out so much, and that's not my intention. By the way, I really feel the way I feel. And I don't have I don't think Alabama's gonna make the SEC championship. Really? I, yeah, it's losing to. I, I I don't I think it could be either LSU or Texas A&M this year, but it's not because of how good I feel about those teams. It's just because I think Alabama's gonna be down. I think Alabama's gonna be down this year, but I think they're still gonna beat Tennessee <laughs> at home just because they. Nick Saban with redemption games, you know, like it's just, it's gonna be hard to beat Alabama there. Mm -hmm. um, but, but I don't think Alabama is gonna be that great this year. So anyway, I've got I've got Tennessee there, but I don't feel great about it because the SEC is so tough. You just never know. But, uh, but yeah, that's my four. Interesting. How you feel about that again? I don't know, dude. Don't do this. This is when I wish you were video on the podcast. Dude, <laughs> I I literally like had myself like. More, uh, listen, listen, this when when I've thought about this season, and I don't want to just talk about Tennessee because I don't want to sound like an annoying Tennessee fan. Right. But appreciate that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> when I have thought about how this season is going to go, which has been a lot, like probably like two or three hours a day. Um, Good God, that's ridiculous. I'm, I'm over exaggerating, but okay. I think about it a lot. Okay, <laughs> I think about it a lot. A lot. Um. I can easily convince myself one minute, like, "Oh, dude, we're going undefeated," but then the next minute, I'm like, "God, we're going, we're going to go eight and four. So, I had myself in between, like, "Listen, like, there's nothing to get super excited about because it's not like we're going to be crazy, Joe. It's overthrow Joe. Our defense is going to suck, like, but you guys are getting me too hyped up right now." I think um, Sports Center had y'all going like nine and three. I think they had y'all losing to Alabama, I, Georgia, Florida. I think Florida could. I what is think, wrong with them? if Listen. I remember correctly, I think it was Florida. God. I know they had them not. I should, I should have put the Florida under wins on my on my <laughs> bets. I don't know why I didn't. The, Florida's going to suck this year. Okay, dude, Florida's terrible. There's a lot of people that are just looking at history, and like the last time that we've won in the swamp, which was probably like 2002, if Kentucky's, 2003. If Kentucky's won the swamp twice in the past four years. You all can win in the swamp this year, dude. That's just how it. Yeah. I don't know, bro. Like I, I wish. I wish we'd won more in the song. Uh, but you, you'll win it this year. I feel very confident. I hope so. I need you because, all because I'll win be there. there. I'm gonna. Oh, you're lose gonna be out. there. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be in the swamp. dude. You, you better win, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so I personally, I'm looking at this right now. I'm stuck. I have two teams. Actually, I have three teams. I'm struggle. I'm struggling to find a fourth team because I genuinely just don't know who to throw in there. Think of it by conference, pretty much. That's what I'm doing. I, okay. I don't want to put two SEC teams in there because I'm kind of the same way. Like I, I'm kind of low on Alabama, but at the same time, I don't want to underestimate Nick Saban. 
because right. Nick Saban is the GOAT. And, I mean, you never know, like, Jalen Milrow could just – I'm not expecting the same J- Jalen Milrow that played against Texas A&M last year, but I'm not expecting him to, to be Bar- uh, Bryce Young either. Gotcha. Um, and if they didn't really gain anything, like, on defense, that I know of at least, like, their defense is solid, but they weren't very disciplined last year either. Uh, so right. I, I'm kind of, that's another that, thing. I, I'm not trying to cut you no, off, but like, that's another thing that has got to change is the penalties. I think in that, yeah. I know in the LSU game, I think we had, it was somewhere between like 12 to 15 penalties in that game. Ooh. And if you look that, and I'm not, I'm not trying to bring up the past cause well, I kind of am by saying That's this, talking but about is the past. <laughs> literally that interception in the end zone would have iced the game if that wouldn't have been a flag against Tennessee. So, I mean, if you play more discipline without that pass interference call, Alabama beats Tennessee last year. Yeah. So, I mean, the penalties have got to change this year. Like, we have got to be a more disciplined team. All right, Gabe, who are the teams? What's the four? Um, so, I got Michigan, um, and this is in no specific order. Michigan, I think Florida State's going to win the ACC, and I think they'll be in the playoff. Okay. Who? Florida State. Florida State. Um, I'm going to say Georgia just because of their defense, and it's probably just going to be just as elite. Um, and I'm going to say it. I think they'll put Ohio State in there, too. I think Ohio State will have one loss to Michigan. I think Ohio State will be in there. Who Big Ten team? I'm going to say – because I think – dude, I, the, listen, the SEC, like you said, they beat up on each other. Mm-hmm. And I think, dude, you know the committee's going to want to find a way to put both of them in there. So what do you think is going to happen to Texas, then, if you if you think there's two Big Ten teams and it's leading Texas out? Like, what do you what do you think's happening to them? Um, I could see them, I could see it being one of those scenarios where they probably should be in the playoff and they might, I don't know. I could see them being one of those teams that probably should make it, but they don't add them in there. Gotcha. That that looks, that looks legit. They probably, they probably have a, a really good record. Um, they'll have a couple games where they just dominate. They might look bad and like barely squeak some games here and there. And they probably should be in the playoff, but they're not going to. Make it in the playoffs. I'll say this. That's what I could see. If if it is two Big Ten teams that make it, that would be miserable. Like because ESPN already shoves Big Ten down our throats all the time anyway. Because everybody everybody that works for ESPN graduated from a Big Ten school, so like they already shove it down our throats so much anyway. Talking about how they're just as good as the SEC. So if that happens this year, that's all we're gonna hear about is that the Big Ten is equal, if not better, than the SEC, and it's gonna be miserable so to hear. If, if Georgia, and I, I'm really curious to see what you guys think about this, because obviously we know that of, of all the SEC schools, it, it's not even a question. Georgia has the easiest schedule by a mile. Yeah. Like, yep. literally they're facing one top 25 team. Yeah. So, well, two preseason, but one by the time they get there, I feel like it'll be just one. So, if... What I think happens and what you think happens is correct. And Tennessee beats Georgia. They're a one-loss team. Do you think they get in as a one-loss team, not getting into the conference championship? And do you think that another team slides past them? Or do you think that they still get on that because they'll be 11-1? and one? It depends on how the rest of the country performs. Because if there's a few other one-loss teams... 
those other one-loss teams are going to have to go over Georgia mm-hmm. just because of the schedule. Georgia's schedule is so weak. That Even Michigan-Ohio State, like yeah, the UC one because, of them. Because the committee members are going to view, let's say Michigan-Ohio State, whoever the loser is, has one loss. They don't get to play in the conference championship game. And they beat teams like Penn State, Michigan State, um, Wisconsin. Like Those aren't great teams, in my opinion, but they're going to respect those wins more than Georgia's wins over Kentucky, over Florida, over Missouri, South Carolina. Like They're going to respect those Big Ten wins more than those SEC wins that Georgia's playing. Because Georgia, even though they're in the SEC, they're still not playing any elite teams other than Tennessee. Like That's it. Um, yeah. So that I if there's other one loss teams, they're they're gonna give it to those other one loss teams first. But if they're not, if those other teams want to lose one extra game, let's say let's say Ohio State loses to Michigan, and then Ohio State loses to Penn State, and they're they got two losses and Georgia's got one, they're gonna give it to Georgia over Ohio yeah. State in that situation. But Georgia would also need somebody, let's say Oklahoma loses to Texas. And then Oklahoma, that's their only, let's say that's Oklahoma's only loss. I don't think that's going to happen, but let's say that does happen. Oklahoma loses to Texas, and then in the conference championship, plays against Texas again, loses again. So technically they got two losses, but the second one came in the conference championship game. Mm. I I would say Oklahoma deserves that over Georgia in that situation. Like, even if you have a situation so. with Tennessee, like, obviously, if, if my situation, if my situation plays true, Tennessee Alabama SEC championship Alabama beats Tennessee like I think would happen. That's two Even losses. though it's a two loss team, do you think strength of schedule you, would play into that? I know it's not going to happen, but are you asking in that situation would Georgia be put in over Tennessee? Would Tennessee be put in over Georgia because I, of I, because I, of strength of schedule? You have to put Tennessee over Georgia because in the regular season. They equal. They each had one loss. Even if they, even but, if Tennessee loses in the conference championship. Yeah, because that second loss they got came in this conference championship, mm-hmm. and Tennessee beat Georgia straight up. So like you can't put Georgia in over Tennessee in that situation. There's no way. Gabe, what's your thoughts? Ben, what's your thoughts too? I think in that situation you still have to put Tennessee in over Georgia because, like Brandon said, uh, Tennessee would have beaten Georgia in the regular season. And then the only two losses on the season for Tennessee would have both come against Alabama. And Alabama would probably be ranked number one if they made it to the SEC championship game and won the SEC championship game. I'm saying they're ranked number one. And if you have two losses on the season, both to the ranked number one team, I think you have to still get in. I just can't wait. that They... They haven't made it official yet on like this twelve team playoff when it's coming, right? Or did they make it official? Is it like two years? Or, is that official? I'm thinking they've made it official. Is I think it, it's next. It's next year. It'll be sick if it's I, next year. I, I, I hope I, so. I, I could definitely be wrong. I feel like I was listening to some other podcast where Dude, they said it was I, happening next year. I can't wait, bro. Um, because as a Kentucky fan, that actually gives us hope that we could get there. We could get to the top twelve. We can't get to the top four, but we could. Get uh, to the the top playoff 12. will expand to twelve teams beginning with the twenty twenty four season. Yes, next year. Let's go. Yeah. Which kind of makes me sad because, well, it does, but I'm also excited because Tennessee will have a lot easier path to go to the playoff. But that's why I really, really hope we win the East this year because it'll be the last year of the four team. Yes, I personally, from when I started paying, actually paying attention and keeping up with Tennessee every game 
this season. I've never experienced and like kept up with them winning the East. So this is my last year to experience and watch them win the East. I know they've done it in my lifetime, but like not when I've been able to like pay attention to Roswell. Well, they're still gonna have they're still gonna have conference championships. Am I right about that? Because I know conference championship winners get in even in twelfth year. But conference, but conference championship teams are still going to get but in. He's talking about the SEC itself is changing next year because Texas and Texas. Oh, okay, that's what you're talking about. Okay, okay. Um, also, I want to, I want to change my answer. I can't believe I good grief didn't pay attention to this. Team. Listen, like you guys kept like going on for like five minutes. <laughs> All right, what and, is it? And I was sitting here, I realized right after like we had started discussing. Mm. Um, let's see. I had. Okay, yeah. Take take Ohio State out. I'm going to say USC instead of Ohio State. Okay. Mm. Okay. Add them in there. Um. Just because Caleb Williams, and right. they're in the Pac-12. In the Pac-12. Okay. Yeah, it's the Pac-12. And right, what about then. you, bro? Let's hear your four. Uh, you got West Virginia in there? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, Taylor just spit water everywhere. Good grief, bro. Good lord. I was not expecting that, bro. <laughs> hey, chill out, dude. Good grief. That was terrible. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Ben, what you got? All right, so I, I actually hear this. <laughs> you all are gonna think I'm crazy for this. I already do, for Marshall. But I think Georgia and Tennessee both make the college football championship, oh, aren't the playoffs? <laughs> and the, playoff, the reason why is Tanner doesn't have Tennessee. In the I think okay. Tennessee beats Georgia, but then if they lose to Alabama and let's say LSU. But LSU also has a good season, but ends up losing two games as well. I think Tennessee makes it over LSU. And then I think Georgia is going to make it to the um, the SEC championship, SEC championship okay. and beat whoever they play in the SEC championship. If, if, if Tennessee has two losses and doesn't play in the SEC championship, they're, they're not going to get in, Ben. And you, so you're predicting them to get two losses, not play in the conference championship, and still make it in? I I don't see that happening. That would, I think it's that would have to be absolute chaos for that. There there if that if that was to happen, I would say two of the two of the final four teams would have to be two losses. Yeah, which is possible. It's possible. Yeah, but yeah, that all right. And then my next one, I actually have Penn State in there Whoa. as well. Okay, I have them taking. Right. Down I like the that. Big pick. 10. All right, I'm really yeah. high on their quarterback, bro. Drew. Yeah. I want to say his last name is Alar. All right, Aller mm-hmm. Alar. Yeah, I'm One really, I'm really this, high on this him. This podcast is a low key Penn State supporter podcast. Yes, mm-hmm. low key Penn State. Yeah. We're closet Penn State fans. Yes. And then yes. my last <laughs> one, I have TCU getting redemption and making it back. Oh as my well. gosh, they don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> I just Max Duggan. I'm looking at their schedule. I'm not as high on Texas this year as you all are. So I I think they win the their division and they don't have divisions. Well, you know what I'm saying. Conference. Got it. I think they win their conference and they make it in. So all right, man. All right. Well, Ben really mixed it up on us there. Yeah. There we go. I just like throwing stuff, like throwing different opinions out there too. Where was West Virginia? I, I could definitely see it. Where was why, West Virginia? Why was your not over? Why was your over under bet for the season not on West Virginia? What, what was their over under? Did you look at that? I didn't even look at it. Good <laughs> grief. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, there we have it, guys. That's exactly what's going to happen in college football this year. You heard it first <laughs> that we've got it pinpointed. One of us four, not really. I'll watch. Watch the final four is going to be like 
It'll be Ohio State. It'll be like Ohio. North Carolina, LSU, uh, Wisconsin, and and Oregon. Like it's, it's gonna be something so out random, there. man. Will not a single one of us get a single one correct? That would be awesome. I would actually enjoy that. LSU is not gonna do as good as everyone thinks they're gonna do. I'm, I'm See, honestly, I feel I that too. Yeah, I bro, that. they it's, just as easily because they went what nine and three last year. They just as easily could have gone like seven and five. Yeah. There was two or three games that easily could have gone the other way. And, I mean, that's just – that's from the eye test, bro, at least from last year. Unless uh, Jaden Daniels just pops off and, like, goes crazy. Because I wasn't super – the only game that I literally sat there and watched every second of is when Tennessee beat the ever-living daylights out of them and Jaden Daniels did not look great. But, like, even then, like, when they – I know they beat Alabama, and I'm not – Trying to rub it in to you, but like Jaden Daniels, Jaden Daniels didn't look super great. It's not like he did anything special in that game either. I mean, it was Al- yeah. It seemed like Alabama just shooting themselves in the foot. It's just it's one penalties, penalties, offensive line, a lot of drops in that game as well. A whole lot of drops in that game, and it's just, I just, I, I know you're a very big believer that in college football, home field doesn't matter. But that's like it does top five loudest stadiums in college football. College I'm football? pretty sure that isn't LSU top three loudest schools. I mean, I, I would say so. But college football, the home field advantage does matter, but it only matters for very specific plays and very specific moments. So, for example, it doesn't even have to be one of those massive stadiums like you're talking about. So, for example, two years ago, Florida at Kentucky. Kentucky doesn't have a massive stadium. Kentucky caused their stadium just screaming and yelling nonstop. And they were doing the boo, white, boo. Like, and they, it would shift from side to side of the stadium. They were doing that constantly. They caused Florida, in, in a matter of two drives, Florida had six false starts in two drives. So in that situation, they can cause offensive line not to be able to get communication with each mm-hmm. other. And they can cause false starts to happen. Not being able to hear the cadence to where offenses have to go silent count. And if you have to go silent count, it means your offensive line isn't getting as good of a jump on the defensive line as they should be getting. So, mm-hmm. it, so in that situation... It can make a difference, but it's not over the course of an entire game. If you get third down, and you're if you're the if you're the team on defense, and it's third down and like eight in the fourth quarter, and it's a one score game, that play that stadium is making a difference, one hundred percent. But I do think over the course of a whole game, it doesn't make that big of a difference. But those that one play can be the whole difference in the game. So and that's it. And so, with that being said, it can it definitely can make a difference. Well, and that's, I think that's why but the first half. I think the first half of a game it doesn't make a difference at all. I I I literally don't think the home field advantage in the first half does not matter. I it does it doesn't make a difference. See, I think but it if does you look with at, specific schools, if you look at the first half and if you look at the first half of that Tennessee Georgia game, I really really feel like. The crowd played an effect right. on that game. That game was different. You're yeah. Right. yeah. Like, Tennessee from the so moment, different. like, literally from the jump, Georgia just straight up controlled that game. Right. And mm-hmm. I really feel like the home field played it played a big part in that. Right. Yeah. And obviously, right. you know, your school standing, you know, staying up and trying yeah. to call their quarterback I also, a lot longer. I also well, think the Tennessee-Alabama game, <laughs> the, the game at Neyland, that, that was also different. Tennessee was a different level of hype coming into that game. Very much uh, so. Before. 
So there are a couple of games that that mm-hmm. can't be an exception for sure. I agree with that. All right, anything else? Anybody else? What do you got? What do you got, Ben? Apparently, Brandon just thinks that fans play no part in any sports game ever. He don't. <laughs> he doesn't think it matters in NBA, college ba- football. Basketball it doesn't matter. It, it, it does not matter in basketball. Period. Basketball does not matter at all. You think you're making a difference on that guy shooting a free throw? You're not. Give it. Stop. I would say NBA. I no. may fight back a little bit on NCAA I, college. No, I, I disagree with that, bro. You see some of the crazy signs they have back behind like those the, 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 those guys shooting the free throws. He's not looking at those signs. I actually the only thing you're gonna immature like kids, teenagers. <laughs> the only thing those college kids are gonna be distracted by is if there's some twenty year old college chick back there with massive melons shaking them around with cleavage. The, the, the guy cannot resist. That's the only thing that's gonna distract I him. Actually, I promise. I actually <laughs> disagree with that, but I think I promise. I think the way that you're going about it is like the right way saying that like the people being loud doesn't have any effect on the free throw shooter because they're going to be used to that. I think if home teams actually got smart and just went completely dead silent right. whenever a team was at the free throw line, that would mess with them so much that they would miss. You are right. That would throw that would throw everybody off. But no one does it. I don't know why, but having played basketball before, the worst feeling in the world is knowing there's people watching you and it's just dead silent yeah. at the free throw line. It is horrible. Dude, what if they screamed and yelled as loud as they could and then when he goes up to shoot the free throw, they just stop immediately? I think you would have to stop a little bit before that moment. Yeah, because once you As start your rhythm, before, then you're fine. Yeah, before the motion starts. See, but so I right don't think it. you're going to get thousands of people to just stop on yeah, it. That's not going to happen. That's not. It would happen. have to be set up. There would have to yeah. be some someone like setting it up before. Like, it would the have game. to be set up before. But if one team just made that like their thing that they were pretty loud and then they just stopped right as he started his rhythm. Then that would mess the other team up. So See, put on I the just don't know if that would mess with them, honestly. Here, here, here's another idea. Going silent. I don't know if that would mess with. Maybe if it was opposite. Have that you would shot mess a free throw playing basketball before in, in, the, in the legit game? <laughs> here's another idea. So the, you know, most schools have the student section like right behind the 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 basket mm. where they go crazy. So. As they're getting ready for the free throw, people are going crazy, screaming, screaming, screaming. They're all wearing shirts that are like black mm-hmm. on the front. And right before he starts his motion, everybody shuts up and goes silent. And they turn everybody in the student section turns around and it's just white on the it's white. You can completely change the background of the of the basket. I think that could throw somebody off. <laughs> AI is the only way that's gonna happen, Brandon. <laughs> the student, student sections are pretty committed. Student they section are. would like, get into it for sure. Yeah, they're yeah. pretty committed. So I, I think that's a good idea. Somebody should do it. Have We're, you seen have you seen Arizona State's uh, curtain of distraction? Mm-mm. Yeah, like you see like didn't they wasn't Maybe. there one where uh it, they there's this dude sitting there and he's acting like he's giving birth and then there's a full on like man like a baby yeah. costume with a <laughs> they like pull him out. It's so, <laughs> so yeah, Arizona State had this curtain in their student section behind the basket and they 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 have it closed or they they show something right before and then they close the curtain. And then, then, and then, right before the guy shoots the free throw, they open it back up, and there's just something crazy behind there. Like one time, I saw they opened it back up, and Michael Phelps was out there in a speedo. You know, and like I saw, like they just—you never know what's gonna pop up back there. It's actually very. Or in Brandon's case, a lady with massive melons. That would would work. (laughs) All right. Anybody got anything to add about college football? No. 
All right. I'm okay with getting off topic that time because it, it flowed. It flowed into it. We didn't just change all of a sudden. I got I got one more thing. Okay. Let <clears throat> me very quick. Ten days until it's football time in Tennessee. Okay. Well, you football didn't have to say in Tennessee. It could be. It, it hey, could be. we are in Tennessee. Ah, whatever. Ten days until it's football time in Tennessee. All right. Gabe, I want to put you on the hot seat right now, bro. Is Tennessee making the SEC championship game? Are they making the SEC championship game? Are they making the SEC championship game? Uh, no. No? No, because Georgia's defense is going to be just as good. Heard it from the Tennessee. As they were last year. All right. All right. That's what I'm saying. Heard it from the Tennessee. I think I think the West is just going to be utter chaos. It's going to be wild. Oh yeah. I think the West is going to be just as chaotic. Like I, it realistically, it's either going to be LSU or Alabama. If I had to put money on it, probably more than likely Alabama, because I'm not as high on LSU. But it wouldn't surprise you if somebody like Ole Miss or Arkansas came out on top. Honestly, why is nobody talking about Auburn? Auburn was awful last year. They were so, terrible. The Iron so, Bowl is. I mean, Auburn, 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 Auburn could beat Alabama, but I still think Auburn's not going to be a good football team this year. I, I, I don't think Auburn is worth mentioning. To I be think honest. Auburn's going to surprise. Some Auburn's people. a little bit better than Florida, but not much better than Florida. I think Auburn's going to surprise some people. Okay, though. all right. Well, you heard it here first. Yeah, it's recorded. And if <laughs> if I am wrong, then okay, you can make fun of me as much as you want. I will. All right, well, I think we're going to wrap it up there, guys. Uh, early next week, we are going to recap the few college football games of interest this week. And we'll talk a little bit more about the uh, any kind of NFL news that's going on. And then the second podcast that we do next week, we'll really get into the weeds of some big-time college football games after that. And that's when the season really starts. So looking forward to that. And until then, we'll talk to you guys later.